0: I love movies. Ooh, Gosh, I love movies. Woo! And here we go.
1: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Grindhouse Podcast. We're here every Monday, slaving over a hot microphone. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, at Grindhouse Podcast, for weekly updates, news... Dank memes, as the kids say. Oh, dank memes! Don't say it twice. Don't do that.
0: Dank. <laughs> they heard you say it three times. You're going for it. They heard you say it.
1: The dank. We're trying to. We're trying to capture a younger audience. What
0: What is it makes a meme? Speak their language. Uh, dank. You got, If you're gonna say it, you gotta explain it, man. What makes a meme uh, turn dank versus just a neutral meme?
1: Well, first off, it's gotta be funny, right? The craftsmanship of the Photoshop must be exquisite. And when a kid sees it under the age of twenty-three, a a Z-lenial, as they are called now, they have to say that meme's pretty dank. And then it's like it's like our Tusk rating system,
0: yeah, but for memes, it's five Tusk meme. Five dank memes. You know what my favorite memes are? I the like the I, uh, I like Boomer memes. You know, you get like oh. uh, Sam Elliott from the um, Big Lebowski when he's sitting in the bowling alley. And you just have him saying something about how young people are stupid. No,
1: that's a new kind of stupid. You must be some kind <laughs> of. Or you get
0: Eastwood deep in thought sitting in his car. And you have him thinking about how dumb young people are and how cool yeah. guns are. Those are my favorite memes. Boomer memes own the internet. <laughs> I want to make some. Can you make some Boomer memes for our show?
1: Yeah, I probably could. <laughs> I got right. I got the I got the dad jokes. Excellent. I could I could toss them in there. Oh, that's this week fun. maybe we'll get some all boomer memes.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get a new uh, a new demograph. We'll get some boomer listeners. Some
1: boomer some, li- I some I'm down for that. Listen. In. All right, this week across all of our social media platforms at Grainhouse Podcast, look forward to some boomer memes for the week. <laughs> all right, let's see what you got. All right, how's how are things going in Austin,
0: Matt? Oh, they're going well. Yeah, we're having a lovely time. It's been a bit warm this week. We say that every week nowadays because that's just that is brutal. our curse to bear. But uh, I like to say that uh, what is it from Dune? God made Arrakis to test the faithful, or something. Uh, you know, you know, what I'm talking. We're we're, ner- we're nerdy enough to have that reference, right? To have a Dune reference.
1: Yeah, totally. So wait, are you saying that um, that the heat wave that we're experiencing midway through September? Is a result of being having our, our guile tested.
0: Uh it's it is definitely having that result. I'm turn I feel myself turning into a, a hardier, sturdier man that is just like you know, ready to take on all kinds of sandworms and uh steal their teeth and turn them into knives.
1: Well, I could say on my side that it is definitely a hot time in the old town tonight. It's a hot time got- in the city. You got the you got the he- police helicopters overhead. Oh. You know, you might be hearing those sirens in the background. It's people going crazy out there. It's a full moon tonight when we were recording this. So you know the the, the crazies will be out.
0: They say the crime, the crime rates go up when the moon is full. Well,
1: at the time of this recording, it is actually a very special day, a day that some people might believe will elicit strange and odd behavior. You might some might call this day in fact unlucky and you know why that is matt
0: because 9-11 was two days ago no you didn't want to talk that you didn't well. want
1: to do that so. i really did not want to talk about <laughs> hashtag never it's forget.
0: like three things you have okay i know where you're going because you have full moon you've got friday yes. the 13th but yes. then we just had nine eleven. so it's like
1: right. and, and more it's a triple more importantly than all those things brad's wife has still not been rehired at cracker barrel Mm. what what's brad's wife listen you said you wanted boomer memes you gotta you gotta roll with me on this one no it is friday the 13th and it's a full moon it's a harvest moon on a friday the 13th and that is a pretty unique astrological occurrence
0: so we thought something unique just happened at my house actually what's that uh my dog caught a possum while on a leash that I sorry I did I, he ki- I just that did he just a uh, breaking news. No, she didn't kill it. No, she never kills oh, it. Okay. Remember, I showed you that picture of the zombie possum last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it, did it die? It, no, it it walked up the fence and went away really slowly.
1: Okay, well, it's zombie. Well, let's hope your dog. Well, I'm, I'm turn getting into like a, one of those another
0: update. R- it apparently yes. it's this. It was tonight. The the possum she caught on the leash was the
1: zombie possum. Maybe they're friends. <laughs> Well, maybe uh, maybe your dog, maybe your dog and the possum are into, um, let's just say, let's just call it an alternative lifestyle. Maybe you know, let's just put. It, I'm just gonna paint the scenario. Your dog was being walked on a leash and collar, biting its mate. throwing it out there. I would describe it more it's like just support
0: chewing it. than biting. Like when well, you're when you're in, I'm not in gonna kink shame Matt. completely in someone's mouth and they're just like chewing on you like a like a big wad of gum <laughs> some people are into that <laughs> yeah also uh stay tuned to um or what is it stay t- well have a look at the ha- have a have a look at the uh, grindhouse instagram this week for a picture of zombie possum because it, yes. it does exist it's real
1: maybe we should do a maybe we should do a contest if you name zombie possum then uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the air. G- 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 the sirens are crazy. I sirens. hear that. And it's appropriate. Normally, I would shut the window. Hold on. Let's let's all hear this for a moment. Everyone says living in Hollywood is glamorous. Uh, I think it's appropriate to leave the window open for tonight so that we can hear all the crazy sirens and helicopters overhead because, as we stated earlier, it is a full moon on a Friday the 13th, a rare occurrence in the stars that is happening on this special day. And I thought, since we are a show that talks about movies and art, and uh, we like horror movies here at the Grindhouse, I thought, why don't we have a special Friday the 13th themed episode?
0: That's a great idea.
1: First, let's get into our Tournament of Terror. In the Dave bracket... We had Sleepy Hollow versus Hellraiser and in the map bracket we had let the right one in, the original version and American Werewolf in London. Any predictions before I read the results? Okay, I I think
0: that uh this week I I think we're going to have Hellraiser in your bracket. And I think that in mine, I'm not necessarily calling this a prediction, but I think if we ever had a chance for the kind of underdog, you know, lesser known movie to win, Let the Right One In would would be that contender. I think it has a chance against American werewolf in uh uh London and uh I almost said Paris my goodness. And I think uh I'm going to I'm going to just go ahead and say it. It won. Let the right one in. That our our fans oh. were they came through.
1: Well, Matt, you're half right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Dave bracket, actually a fairly there was a a very close contest, far closer than I expected. It was a little shocking to me. Um, Sleepy Hollow versus Hellraiser. Sleepy Hollow had a combined total of seventy-seven votes to Hellraiser's ninety-eight. Oh, nice! Wow, that and, is and cool actually, one. and actually, the the mon- the first couple of days, uh, I think Sleepy Hollow had it edged out, but the latter half of the week, the the Hellraiser fans came in droves, but pretty close. Wow! Considering that that maybe Sleepy Hollow is not what one would consider a traditional horror film.
0: But yeah, if we would have cut this off a few days ago, it. Would have been Sleepy Hollow. That's what you're saying.
1: That's that's right. That's right. Well, um, hell,
0: that's a great that's a great uh, result. That's cool.
1: However, in the map bracket, we had Let the Right One In with twenty six votes.
0: Uh, not too bad.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay. American Werewolf in London, one hundred and thirteen votes. <laughs> it's a great film. It's amazing. <laughs> it is, that. and actually, here's the other thing. I think that might be the the movie that's gotten the most votes to date. Now, maybe. Now, maybe someone's going to go back and listen to our other episodes and call me out for being wrong because I don't remember. No, no, I don't remember but anything
0: breaking 100 yet.
1: I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's either more people are jumping on to our tournament and voting yeah. daily or American Werewolf in London. is just a hell of a fun ride that people love. So
0: It is very good. So
1: Hellra- Hellraiser and American Werewolf in London advance to the quarterfinals. And this week we have the last of our first round challenges in the Dave bracket. We have Bram Stoker's Dracula versus David Bowie in the hunger. Classical romantic vampire film versus eighties movie star vampire film
0: with a better soundtrack.
1: All blood. No, no glitter. These vampires don't sparkle, but they do act forlorn they are romantic they wear cool shades outdoors they are sexy 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 vampires <laughs> Why are... and in the map bracket we have a uh, again sort of a, a a choice that i have heard get the ire of some of our fans evil dead 2013 oh yes
0: is that is that some people... getting some uh some talk there
1: I've I've had a couple people ask me, and, I, and, and ha- in fairness, they, I had your back. I understand your explanation for they it. They
0: haven't seen it. I'm sure of it.
1: They should watch it's it. An, it's it's great. great.
0: It's fantastic. And what, are the, what is it
1: up against? And then uh, and uh, up going up against Hellraiser two. Hmm. <laughs> so this is interesting because we could very well have Hellraiser versus Hellraiser two once we get to our semifinals.
0: That would be interesting. But uh, I mean a Hellraiser movie or a Hellraiser movie with a slightly bigger budget and a change of scenery. Uh, uh,
1: That's right. But it's got to get past Evil Dead 2013. Who knows? It will. Maybe it's, let's, maybe Evil Dead 2013 has more supporters sh- than you know.
0: think. No, any picking a remake or whatever it is, tribute, I call it a tribute. Uh that was um that was foolish honestly there's no way people people are they're just mad that it even exists Uh, they're not going to vote for it they don't want
1: Matthew we are reaching out to a younger demographic there's people listening to our podcast who may have never seen the original Evil Dead series Evil Dead 2013 might be the only film they've seen uh
0: I think it, it, maybe it would have been wiser to uh, put another Evil Dead film up there with it, at least to Patriot. Because those are great movies. But but I, I explained it. It was that I only wanted to pick movies that I found to be a little more chilling, a little more scary. And Evil Dead and Evil De- Dead 2 are uh, they're almost like comedy films to me. They're just uh, not scary.
1: Right. Yeah. I agree. I, I, Evil Dead 2, well, yeah, I see your point. Because you guys can debate it in the comment sections, but... For now, this week, make sure to go to our social media to vote for either Bram Stoker's Dracula vs. The Hunger or Evil Dead 2013 versus Hellraiser 2. The countdown to the greatest horror movie of all time continues. So Matt, this being our Friday the 13th special episode, what is, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Friday the 13th?
0: I think of bad luck.
1: Okay, a lot of people do. I thought it might be kind of interesting... I know we talk mostly about movies and you know sort of pop culture, but maybe open up the uh, history books and and look into why people associate the number thirteen and specifically Friday the thirteenth. Why they consider that to be a bad omen or bad luck? Well,
0: growing up, we always heard it was because there was thirteen um, people at the table with Jesus at the Last Supper.
1: That's one of them. That's certainly one of them. And the thirteenth, the thirteenth apostle would be Judas, who of course betrayed. Betrayed Jesus and uh, turned him over to the Roman soldiers.
0: Is that 13? Why why is he the 13th? Is he the 13th because he was like like he met Jesus last?
1: I don't know. But I think he was the 13th attendee.
0: Like he showed up like it like he
1: back back
0: in those days when you had like.
1: He showed up in boots. No, like back back in those days when
0: you you had a dinner party. um, You always were sure to like note the order at which the guests arrived.
1: Maybe he was in the 13th spot.
0: <laughs> what does even that mean? <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. But well, there's, he's 13. But the, he's, he's a 13 guy. He's Judas. But the, but the history of the, of the number 13, you know, in various cultures, say, um, you know, Greek and Roman mythology, right? There right. are 12 gods that sit upon the table in, in Mount Olympus. Is there really? Yes. Ah. Now Now, one could make the argument that maybe the 13th god is man.
0: I don't think that that's the idea, but wow. So, so if there's 12 gods, then that makes the number 13 unlucky. Less than godly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of the idea. Like, you know, 12 in some cultures is considered like a perfect number. So there are 12 zodiac signs, 12 months, 12 hours of the day in two halves of the day. Um, You know, 13 in many ways is considered to be less than perfect or what comes after perfection. Which is why I drew the analogy that perhaps in in Greek and Roman mythology, with the idea that there are twelve gods, would then the lesser, less perfect, like perfect being, perhaps be man?
0: Oh, uh, well, oh, you know, definitely. We were uh, considered to be um, less perfect than the gods, but I I do like, especially those old mythologies, because their gods are kind of imperfect too.
1: True. Yeah, and True. that's
0: that's always fun. It's almost like a comic book watching them do like silly, weird things with each other.
1: Well, if you consider that most of the Marvel movies are in some way based off Greek mythology,
0: well, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Grant Morrison has made the case many times that the uh, co- superheroes of today are are our our versions of
1: gods. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. And that's not where it stops. Uh, in the Mayan Mayan calendar, do you remember when the end of the world was coming a few years ago, twenty twelve?
0: Oh yeah, that was. I forgot about that. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, been... I, I knew a lot of people that really thought that was was worth something. They were ready for it. They went to seminars to learn what to do and they...
1: well, Apparently because the uh the Mayan calendar, the 13th baktun is the the harbinger of the apocalypse.
0: Mayans and of so course many... being known for their scientific accuracy and prediction and Right. Um, right. You know who my favorite Judas uh was? Um you remember we did, Judas priest? Well, well yes, but we did that episode, um remember my favorite Satan? We did that whole thing. Yeah. Um Maybe we should do one for for every character of the Bible. But uh, my favorite Judas was uh, Harvey Keitel in the Last Temptation of Christ. That was just Very good. like New York Italian mobster style Judas. That was great. I, I love that.
1: I uh, my favorite Judas would be Chris Jericho. His band Fozzie has a band, has a song called Judas. Okay. Speaking of boomer memes, I think that Chris Jericho uh, would be my favorite. Judas out there currently.
0: I don't know if that counts as a boomer meme because if I showed it to my dad, he would not know what I'm talking about.
1: Uh, okay, well, it doesn't count. In <laughs> even, even though Chris
0: Jericho probably is pretty close to the same age as my dad. Probably <laughs> at this point. Still kicking, though. <laughs> That's right. Um, Still so kicking ass. Couple of,
1: <laughs> a couple of other things that I'll just jump through. Uh, did you know that on Friday the 13th in the year 1307, the Knights Templar of France were rounded up in mass? arrested by king philip the fourth of france and uh charged with heresy and blasphemy
0: oh that was all political i'll tell you what that was a bum rap man because those guys they they really had their hearts in it but then they apparently they got all involved with some kind of some kind of money lending thing uh, they were just so common there were so many like uh temples that hosted them all throughout the crusades that it, it got to where you could uh literally like write banknotes to the Knights Templar and then like mm. someone in another town could retrieve those. And it became a primitive form of banking. And I have to wonder how much of a, them getting a, you know, executed for heresy was real, heav- really having to do with them getting too much political power with their primitive banking system because well, th- it was pretty prominent. It, it may have been yeah, the birth of modern banking period.
1: Yeah. You could certainly make the argument that part of the reason that they were rounded up was to, to acquire that that wealth that they had gained oh there you go yeah it's but always political isn't
0: it she's a witch uh he's a heretic yeah, well, it's always it's political fu- it's
1: funny that you mentioned that she's a witch because part of the number 13 is very slow, closely associated with witchcraft and there is in lore although largely it seems to be proven unscientific the way this data was gathered witches' covens were meant to always be comprised of 13 members.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Also, as we know, historical witchcraft has largely, and by witchcraft I mean not the practice, but more like the association with women, was really rooted in misogyny, uh, was really rooted in a way to control women. Uh, Not only were there supposedly 13 women in a coven, witch's coven, but there are 13 menstrual cycles a year uh-huh. and 13 lunar moons.
0: Okay, so yeah, definitely some uh, misogynistic tones in the 13 bad luck myth- you could, mythos. You could, certainly make, yeah.
1: you could certainly make the argument that part of the reason why the number 13 got such a bum rap was because it came during a time, not that things have changed so drastically, I suppose, but it came in a time when, when a way to control women amassing power or education or thinking for themselves was to call them a witch and, and associate anything that had to do with femininity with being evil and thus giving them a a causation to burn them at the stake or hang them or whatever, whatever horrors may be. Well,
0: have you ever heard that connection between the uh, stereotypical uh, image of a witch and beer?
1: Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I don't know if this so is like I Yeah, I, I just learned, like the uh, I think I just learned that this year.
0: It's like all the widows of some town started their own brewery as a hobby and their beer got so good that uh, they started selling it at fairs and local events and and the way to find them in the crowd was they wore the the tall pointy hats. So whenever right. you saw one of the hats, you knew that that group of women you could get the beer from that group of widows. And it was, like, the best beer in town. And uh, I think their symbol uh, over their brewery was a broom for some reason. All this, Right. It's, like, all the things of, like, the Wicked Witch of the East, like, it's were just right. symbols for some brewery that was doing so well that the men in town not being well, able gotta... to compete in the market, they just kind of said, they all worship the devil. <laughs> and then, and then well, they all
1: just kind of got killed after that. I know. it's just... Well, not only that, you got to imagine that the beer was so fine that men were probably drinking to excess and acting the fool and to make up for their bad behavior. To make excuses. They said, yeah, make excuses. It's a they bunch, were, a bunch they...
0: of Mel Gibsons. Remember that? When he said all that racist yeah. stuff and he
1: was like, alcohol made me say it. Well, in those times, they would just blame it on witchcraft. They put a spell on me. Yeah, that's right. And now I've got to act the fool. Yes. So the, a lot, throughout history, I think that there's various reasons why the number 13th has been associated with a, being a quote-unquote bad number. But I certainly think that at the heart of it, you, you could see that part of that was, was cast upon women and it being you know involving women in some manner. Um, but here's another interesting thing. Not only are we going to talk about thirteen, number 13, but why is Friday the 13th? Versus, say, Wednesday the 13th or Thursday the 13th seem especially unlucky.
0: That's because they made a film in the 80s about... No, far before that.
1: So, Friday is derived from the Norse goddess Freya, or Frigg, who was the wife of Odin. Okay. And according to lore, the reason why a day of the week is named after her, as is... Wednesday, which is named after Odin. Wod- Odin day, and yeah. Thursday is Thursday. Thursday yeah. Friday is supposedly she nagged her husband. And therefore, to get her to stop nagging, he gave her a day of the week, thus arousing the ire of the other gods who thought they were more deserving. She basically was the uh, the Yoko Ono of the Norse gods.
0: <laughs> Freya was, I was. T- I've read a bit of mythology, and I, I don't know if that description is and nothing against yoko she's um she wrote some powerful feminist literature back in the 70s and we respect her for that i'm oh, yeah. not a big fan okay. of the scream singing
1: listen she didn't want to do that that was john you don't put all that blame uh, on she John. Sti- been she
0: still does that that's her thing well, she's, she stands there in the it's... guggenheim and she just screams while a huge crowd of people with scarves and lattes clap quietly
1: yes sounds like a good she's, she's
0: got quite an itch there yeah no, but she Listen, she did do some pretty cool uh, performance right back in the day. But
1: She's awesome. I,
0: I mean, are you You said the Yoko Ono. Are you are you saying you're one of those that thinks she's uh, responsible uh, for the Beatles going the way they did? Absolutely
1: do? not. No, I've been watching, uh, for whatever reason, been watching a lot of documentaries on the Beatles lately, and it's clearly 100% John's fault.
0: So when you said she's the Yoko Ono of Norse mythology, you meant she was... Uh, creative force that um, empowered women and uh, well, did a lot of was actually, innovative performance yes. art. That's what you meant.
1: So, well, she meant. Was, well, she was that. She was actually a goddess that did empower women. She's the goddess of uh, sex, lust, fertility, gold, war, death. But also, more specifically, I meant it kind of in that she's the scapegoat of Norse mythology. Okay, yeah. In right. that she was actually a really powerful empowering figure for women but yet to the masses, she was painted as this sort of troublesome you know hag that was that was bothering her husband for a, an unfair spot in the calendar days
0: well i'm glad I'm glad she got it because Friday is one of my favorite days of the week.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, in Roman mythology, that association goes with Venus, which most people would more commonly realize as a goddess of love and fertility. So what you have is a combination of women or a, a, a number that is associated with a certain aspect of womenhood and the goddesses that represented sex and fertility being villainized. And you combine that, and what you get is a number and a date that is unlucky. Which then leads me to what you mentioned earlier, Friday the 13th, the movie. Okay. Because if you think about I, I it, why does everyone why, die? Well, I never understood why, why it have... was called that, honestly. Well, I never got that. Well, when we get to our trivia,
0: you might be surprised. <laughs> okay, our trivia, all right. Uh, sorry but, to interrupt, though. Please continue.
1: But who who are the people who die in the Friday the 13th movies?
0: The the youngins, the, the counselors, all the little, little teenage kids that are having a great time and should be uh, having those coming-of-age experiences, but instead some crazy monster in a hockey mask
1: is hacking him up with a machete but more specifically what are these kids doing having sex with each other having sex drinking smoking carnal pleasures having a good carnal time. pleasures mm-hmm. if you think about it Jason Voorhees right he's essentially like a golem a harbinger of death he's a... anyone who lives an impure life it's a bit of an asshole he's a dick total dick it's a bummer. Killing party foul. Yeah, if you ha-
0: I mean, really, if you have too much fun around, I've tr- like I can. I've seen a handful of those films, and I'm thinking, like, was there ever a moment where someone just had a bad time throughout the whole film and then got killed by Jason? No, I don't think so. It's I mean, it's just- a bad time when he starts
1: hacking away at them.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But like, if your experience starts out shitty, I hate this camp. No girls like me. Uh, you're probably just going to end up going to town to, and then your car breaking down and never coming back. Well, Meanwhile, all the people who are like really cool and listen to good music and have a lot of fun and and exercise, they, they're they going to get killed by Jason.
1: Would you consider Jason to be the first incel?
0: He's <laughs> definitely – I don't know why he's not just their symbol, man.
1: He should be. Yeah. Like how the Nazis had Peppa the Frog. Yeah. Incels should
0: just have a hockey mask. Just steal Jason, guys. We're just going to give that to you. Hey, Incels, you get a lot of hate you know, out there, and we kind of hate you too, but we're going to do something nice for you tonight. We're all about giving. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense for you guys to have a symbol like Jason because he kills lots of women because they won't kiss him. And that's right. what you all want to do. Let's admit it. We're getting a little dark here, but, hey, it's Friday the 13th, and it's a full moon.
1: Oh, that's right. Time to howl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Enough about incels, because those guys are gross. No,
1: but what I think, but I, what I think, the common thread through all this is that part of the the mystique of Friday the Thirteenth is this idea that carnal pleasures, sexuality, femininity, fertility, that these are bad things. And it, and while you may look at the original, things, punishable, yeah, punishable things, things, yeah, punishable things. And what, yeah, you might look at the Friday the Thirteenth movie series and think to yourself, oh, it's just a dumb slasher. But we, I think we talked about this either last week or the week prior yeah. how so many of these films were sort of designed to punish women and people oh, who have yeah, sex. Yeah, we, and... we
0: hit on it from time to time. It's like, yeah, it's just a dumb slasher, but it's uh, who's getting slashed in the film and why? And it, it does seem like a weird punishment thing. But I, I, yeah, I, I, and I get the Friday the 13th premise that it was like uh, his he died while some kids were having sex. And, and you know what? I'm going to say something, man, because Friday the 13th, the first one, that's yeah. a really cool horror <laughs> film that makes a ton of sense because right. it makes sense for that for his conservative, you know, country mother to go out killing kids that have sex because that's what was going on when her son died. Like all that stuff. It's like that's a cool story, not cool. stuff but you know what I mean? That's like compelling yeah, storytelling. Yeah, it's interesting uh, and it makes sense. But every well, film could- to follow after that. It's just unnecessary. I, I, right. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I, I, think you could certainly make the argument that the original Friday the 13th was a response to the growing Reaganism and conservatism that was starting to sweep America in a way that we really hadn't seen since the 50s. So barring from the lore that makes Friday the 13th such an evil day because it, maybe it represents carnal pleasure, yeah. taking that and sort of spoofing or making, making a statement about growing conservatism – you know, punishing and, and kind of playing both sides to some degree. But I think for the most part, most people would excuse two teens. They want to hook up. They're not expecting Jason to go try to swim when he can't. That's his fault. Well, yeah, wasn't that young. I mean, it's supposed
0: to, it's not supposed to be justified. I mean, there's, they're victims of a a psycho killer, but uh, I'm just saying the, the ones where it was the mother and she was getting, you know, this unhinged, like misdirected revenge that was that made sense, but after that, this idea that like teenage sex was just so awful and bad that hell allowed this vengeful spirit to come back to life and punish teenagers—it right. that was a bit uh, that was weird. I, I'm un- I'm not I'm not okay with that. <laughs> it's like stupid, man.
1: Well, it's funny that you mention that because there's currently a lawsuit going on between um, the horror Inc which is the production company the producers who have been running the franchise and the original screenwriter Victor Miller who um, by the way has not seen any of the sequels and actually thinks much in the in the way that you're saying that these sequels kind of missed the point of the larger message that he was trying to say right on yeah yeah so there's you know the, the lawsuit over controlling interest rages on so we may not see another friday the 13th for some time because technically speaking while the argument would be that he only owns the character from the first movie jason does make an appearance even if he's not quite in his monster form yeah so this may be tied up for some time and i guess it, it led me to the question of should it even come back
0: i don't know uh, it's affecting more than his film though by the way i'm i'm aware of this lawsuit because um Last year, my friends and I got into playing the Friday the 13th video game on PlayStation 4. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, have you heard of this one? No. It's pretty cool. It's an online multiplayer game where um, all of the players are uh, counselors or uh, campers, except for one who gets to be Jason. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and and you're in the camp, and, and everybody's trying to escape while Jason's trying to hunt out and kill everyone. And it was a lot of fun, but uh, because of the lawsuit, um, you know what I mean by DLC. It's like when a game has no. been out for a while, they release more content for the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So because of the lawsuit, that just ended completely. They they never been able to like add anything to it, or and it just kind of kind of fizzled
1: out. Do you get to? Um, and I don't know if this is the case, but it just sounds like a cool idea. It, I feel like if you are logged in to a game, that uh-huh. it should just randomly assign someone to be Jason. It does. Oh, does it? Yes, it, it
0: does. That, which is so, like, so you fun. don't even
1: know? You're just like, you just like, log in and like, who's my character? And it's like, you've been selected to be Jason Voorhees.
0: Exactly. And at that moment, um, you because know, we all wear headsets and stuff, and at that moment, yeah, right. Jason can't talk to us anymore, and he can't hear oh. what we're saying. And as the game progresses, you, you start out, you can't talk to anyone, then you find walkie-talkies, and you can start communicating with your friends again. Uh, but Jason can hear you if you're close enough that he would be able to hear you in earshot. Gotcha. So and there's a lot of darkness and you're trying to hide. It was actually really fun really disturbingly it's, violent for a video game it sounds but, but a lot super of fun. Cool. Yeah, it was great. Here's
1: my here's my only criticism. I, I like that. I mean probably that works better, but like if I was selected to be Jason, I'd want to be able to talk to everyone and pretend I was a counselor.
0: But Jason doesn't talk. That wouldn't be canon.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: I understand. <laughs> yeah, man. You still have some respect for the film, even though it's a video game. I mean it's But Jason wants went want. to space that yeah i i remember that 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 was the one with gilbert Gottfried in it
1: Uh, listen i i think the movies gave up respect for jason well before any video game would have gone to
0: you know what my favorite recent one was and this might also be as controversial as my evil dead remake choice but um (laughs) freddie versus jason was
1: pretty legit man i had a it's a it's far more fun than you imagine i had a great time (laughs) it's kind of it's dumb as hell. It really is. I mean, if you remember the final battle scene between the two, spoilers for like a fifteen-year-old movie. Uh, it, it's set to let the bodies hit the floor. Do you remember that? Hmm.
0: I think I'd forgotten that one. Not if uh, you know for my own mental health. But you're right. Thank God they did play that song. Yeah, that's but the. It was that, fun. That's the. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of "Down with the Sickness," where it's like
1: "Ooh, ah." ah. No, I think it was "Let the bodies hit the floor."
0: I, th- I think you're right. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I, I don't remember. Confuse those two songs. But... Who
1: sang that? Insane Clown Posse. Uh, let the bodies hit the floor.
0: Brr. Um, that... POD. No, ICP. P- not POD. Not ICP. Not stained. Not
1: ABC. BVD. <laughs>
0: not limp biz. The East Coast family. Not limp bizkit, and not. The guys that wear all the masks.
1: Who listen? Shout shout out to all the juggalos and juggalettes. Whoop whoop.
0: Who? Well, we should know this. We should know who's saying "Let the bodies hit the floor."
1: I don't. Have you know who? You know who's
0: saying "Let the, the bodies hit the floor." What? Drowning pool.
1: Okay. <laughs> now, Drowning name something
0: pool. else they're saying. I don't think you can. But that was the name of that group.
1: Right. Here's what I think. I think Deadpool should cover Drowning Pool in the next movie.
0: So who's the uh, Ooh, 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 wah, wah. Who's that? Because um, that's also like the uh, same kind of song.
1: Twisted.
0: <laughs> Twisted <laughs> with a D and a Z. Yeah, some Z's uh, in there. Possibly, I don't know if that's true. Or that? let's,
1: let's just let's just make up some some new metal band names. Uh, let me think about this. Um, um, Angers.
0: <laughs> i would i think just like fudge or something but like fudge, oh, fudge, fudge is has good. a j in it or so, yeah. something like that <laughs> or ph phudj. Mm.
1: soft s-a-w-f-t oh that's pretty good man yeah there you go yeah
0: but uh, none of those
1: bands were in for jason it was just it was just who was it drowning pool
0: oh yes drowning pool at the body
1: disturbed disturbed that was that's, That's okay. It. No
0: drowning pools. Let the let the body hit the floor.
1: Yeah, Disturbed okay. is the ooh wah. Oh, I'm not the mon- that? Is that supposed to be like a monkey sound? It's ooh wah. God,
0: oh hold on a second. I, I've got this.
1: You know, okay, okay, hold ooh, on. Wah. That's terrible. Let's, let's let's try again. Hold on, hold on. Best of three. Best of three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> take a deep breath. All right, gather yourself.
0: And you're 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 just gonna like patch in the actual audio sample of that song for this next <gasps> attempt, right? So people think totally. I got it. One hundred percent. Thanks, man. Me. Thanks a lot. All right.
1: Okay. Three, two, one. Ooh, wah! <laughs> Perfect. We don't even do the third one. That one was perfect.
0: That that song is called "Down with a Sickness." By the way.
1: Is, uh, well, I've contracted that sickness. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely down with it. I'm down with it. What are we what's, right, so, what's
0: next on the show? What are we talking? about?
1: Well, I just I thought what might be fun. Is I want to test we, we've we've tested your your new metal vocal prowess. I thought yes. next we're we showing PG, that I got the further, chops. We you you mentioned at the top of the show that this heat is meant to test our fortitude. Well, now we're gonna test your Friday the Thirteenth right.
0: fortitude. Hard lands make hard
1: men. Well, this is a PG thirteen show. So <laughs> I need to be talking about hard men. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, Ooh, wha- but uh, uh. how would you feel about? doing some friday the 13th movie trivia
0: like you ask me questions about the friday the 13th films
1: i will ask you questions and we'll see how many of these you get right <sighs> not a lot i'm guessing but hey maybe I'll, I'll tell you what you've already talked about a few things that would be answered so you should be able to get at least a couple right,
0: All right you've got some faith in me I, that makes me that gives me confidence that makes me feel good i i think i can do this
1: here's how we play I ask a question. Please don't do this. Come on, it'll be fun. Please. It's an easy category. Please. Movie trivia. I give you a warm-up question. Well, and in honor of Friday the 13th, there are 13 questions. <laughs> oh, that's great. That makes sense. All
0: right, what have you got? <laughs> All
1: right, so I'm going to open up with a line that was paraphrasing a line from Scream. Who was the killer from Friday the 13th?
0: Jason Voorhees.
1: Wrong. His mom. Ghostface would have killed you. It is his mom, Mrs. Voorhees. Well, Jason that, did not appear as to the second the, movie. I was saying from the
0: whole series, not just the first film. I was saying.
1: Well, I didn't specify the <laughs> Friday Thirteenth series. I just said Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first movie, and it's Jason. It's Mrs. Voorhees.
0: Mrs. Voorhees. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And was... like
1: you said, a really clever concept, but a conservative old. You know, they could they could have named her Linda. Or uh, what's what's Karen uh, uh, Voorhees? Karen. <laughs> She should be Karen Voorhees, <laughs> but she's not Karen Voorhees. What was Mrs. Voorhees' full name?
0: Patricia Voorhees.
1: Close, Pamela. Ah, so Pamela almost Voorhees. Got it, almost got it. Almost got it. But l- listen, we talked about whether or not the movie should come back. It is only allowed to come back if they rename her Karen Voorhees. Yes, that. And is they give the... her one of those haircuts. That speaks to the manager haircuts. <laughs> yes,
0: please. <laughs> then, then I'm in. So this is Not, so this is like a remake, and like Jason's mom's a total Karen, and totally. he's just like that little like privileged little snot nosed kid that. Like gets Baron hold. Trump. Oh, this is good stuff, man. Yeah, this needs to happen. Yeah. This needs to happen.
1: And and Karen Voorhees is always calling the cops on like just some young people of color kids just like hanging out, like minding their own business, having a good time. Oh yeah, good innocent summer fun. And she's just like calling the cops on them.
0: Yeah, and she's she's like dropping off Jason at the summer camp, and like some uh, counselor that totally just like smoked a joint is all, you know, kind of loose and high, wearing like a drowning pool t-shirt, and Ooh, she's going, nice yeah, and she's like, I don't know about this, and and so then like later on, this is good stuff. I I, I could see her rather than like you know attacking camps counselors with like a machete, she's just kind of running him over with a range rover instead. Right, white one, a white one. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> this is good. I like this.
1: She she writes angry letters?
0: Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Well, I I think before even anything happens to her son, she's already calling the cops and all the black counselors.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I can see that.
0: Yeah. No, this is That's
1: that that's how you make it relevant to today.
0: Yeah, there's something there. There's something there. This is good. All anyway, right, we're gonna keep going with so this. I guess you've got so, 13 questions for me. We better get
1: moving. I do. We've, we're down two, so there's 11 left.
0: Oh, we've answered two.
1: Yeah. What was her name and who was she? Oh, I
0: didn't realize that was... Okay, yeah, well... I snuck that so in. See, we're doing all right. You're yeah, two for 2 I'm two well, for two.
1: You're one for two. We're one for two. You get that wrong. <laughs> but but we, all, we all agree that it should be Karen Voorhees.
0: All right, what else do um,
1: who What famous special effects artist did the special effects for Friday the 13th?
0: Stan Winston's...
1: Very good guess. That's incorrect. <laughs> is Tom Savini? Oh, I
0: was Savini. That was one of his gigs. Really?
1: Yeah. He's wow, in, good job, uh, He would Tom, bake. Yeah. He would bake some of the uh, effects in the oven at the campsite that they were shooting at. What do you
0: bake in the oven? What do you? What do you? What is he? Clay know. or something?
1: Probably some sort of mask, maybe or uh, gore, gore stuff. That's why he's gore the master,
0: food. and we're not. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. So speaking,
1: speaking of, you mentioned earlier about. Um, Why they named it Friday the 13th. Did you know that that was in fact not the original proposed name for the movie? No, I didn't. Then I suppose you could take a guess at what the original conceived title was? I think
0: I'm going to have to. Take a wild guess. The original title was Machete Killer.
1: That's very good. Very good guess. Maybe potentially better than what they originally thought of. Which was long night at Camp Blood.
0: That's I. That needs to be a title of a metal album. That's really good,
1: actually. I was thinking like a pulp book, you know, comic book.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe
1: of one of this. the chapters when we do our grindhouse comic book. Maybe one of the segments, but we'll do it like Sin City style. And one of them is a long night at Camp Blood.
0: Now, Camp think about Camp that? Blood's not very convincing. Is that what? That wasn't the actual name of the camp in the movie, was it?
1: It was not. No. But. Why don't I jump to that question? All right. What was, the, what was the name of the camp in the movie?
0: Okay, this I think I know this because I played that Nintendo game like crazy when I was a kid. That was that was a good game. Um, it's Camp Anawana.
1: Very close. That is in fact a movie campsite or series campsite. Is that your final answer?
0: Um. Well, you've just said it's wrong, so obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> that's something else I think I actually know what that is now And that's way off So, so no, no It's not that That's uh, Salute your sir- shorts Oh god Okay um, Camp Red Rock I don't know I don't know man. Crystal
1: Lake Crystal Lake Oh god Camp I Crystal knew Lake. that I knew that I did know that Okay Which would be my stripper name If I was a stripper <laughs> Crystal Lake Mine would be, I, would wear a, my, I would wear a counselor outfit With like booty shorts Mine
0: would be Crystal Knocked, and that's not a Nazi reference. That's a Hedwig and the Angry Inch reference. For
1: wait, what reference? How do I not know that
0: reference? (laughs) Crystal Knocked. It was a Crystal Knocked is terrible thing where all the uh, you know Hitler followers smashed all the windows of the Jewish businesses and all the breaking glass was like a crystal night. So they called it Crystal Knocked. It's terrible, but no, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Uh, That was um, one of her bandmates. She introduces it's. When she found her in Berlin, oh, she was performing gotcha. under the name Crystal
1: Kristallnacht. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty funny man. in that
0: context, but we should just okay. not even touch on stuff like that on the we'll show. On. For, we'll yeah, on. please move on.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, since we're talking about um, great movies and great actors in said movies, who was the who is the now famous Hollywood star that was in the original Friday the 13th?
0: Corey Feldman.
1: That's not correct. Yes,
0: it is correct.
1: It's not. He was in In the original (laughs) Friday the 13th. It's Kevin Bacon. Corey Feldman is in that movie, man. He's not in the original.
0: He's in the second one?
1: He's in the fourth
0: one. (laughs) What was Kevin Bacon? Was he a counselor or something?
1: Yeah, he's one of the counselors. Oh, wow. Good for him. He's he's the guy who gets the uh, machete... Through the bottom of the bed. I think that's his kill. I always get his. I always get his. You think about that. Like in Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, they gave us Johnny Depp and Kevin Bacon.
0: That's right. We would not have had them if otherwise they wouldn't have existed.
1: Well, I'll I'll jump. This one will be a given then. Who played Tommy Jarvis in Friday the 13th Part 4?
0: Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. That's correct, sir.
1: (laughs) You were, you were. I Maybe mean, it wasn't completely off, but this one's a hard one. Okay, this one's a hard Great. one. Okay, you you're gonna have to really put your brain cap on. Okay. All right. The infamous sound that 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 comes <coughs> over the screen. <coughs> uh, it's actually. <coughs> 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 what was that in sound inspired by? I'll give you a hint. It's a line of dialogue. Oh what? Oh.
0: Hmm. He says, "Ha ha ha ha." Something from The Shining?
1: Nope it's it's from the
0: movie. It's uh, inspired by a line of dialogue from the same film.
1: Yeah. Pass. Kill her, mommy. It's the K I, and the M O, from "Kill her, mommy." <laughs> ma 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 ma. I guess. I don't hear it, but that's what it is. Uh, that's a unfair question. Okay, move, yeah. on, move on. I told you it was a tough one. When did when did the first Friday thirteenth movie come out? Nineteen eighty two. That's nineteen eighty. Good. And and inspired by the movie that came out, I believe, the year prior, which was Halloween.
0: Yep. Very good movie.
1: Outside of Camp Crystal Lake, what other city on the east coast did Jason visit? Manhattan. That's correct. Yes. Jason goes to Manhattan. <laughs> Where he fights the boxer, knocks, uppercuts his head straight, straight off. Straight off his body. You could tell this was in the era of Mike Tyson because the uppercut was like the most devastating move you could ever do on anyone.
0: <laughs> Tyson changed the game. I also think it had a bit to do with uh, Jaws um, two, two or three uh, because the whole concept of a uh, you know Jaws following a boat up north to
1: I think that was the third revenge the third yeah line. Jaws revenge
0: yeah and so they were like hey if Jaws can follow a boat maybe Jason can because that's that's how he gets to Manhattan he walks on the ocean floor yeah <laughs> and then he just sort of climbs up out of the bay
1: can you imagine how long that would have taken it's how slow he wears a
0: jumpsuit aside
1: from the fact that he shambles anyway in typical zombie form oh yeah he wears a big old jumpsuit which would get waterlogged.
0: well that's true now keep in mind too there's not a hair on his body either though so you know he's got a little bit of a you know swimmer's edge there okay but um no that should have been a that should have been a larger part of the movie maybe like a a shark comes and investigates him and he i was just thinking that can we we,
1: you know what we needed we needed jaws versus jason
0: (laughs) ha 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 yes this i could get behind
1: but with I C P as the soundtrack. Oh, this
0: is good. Cultures right here. This is this is this is what I'm talking about. This is why we have this show for ideas. That's like right. This. Some
1: of you creatives who listen to the grind house, you grindies
0: <laughs> You grinders. Get on
1: it. Grinders. <laughs> yeah, that's already taken. For those of us in the grind house, that's another way more
0: successful thing than our show, so that's already taken. We're just getting left to
1: that. <laughs> Get us a a short film five minutes or less of Jason versus jaws and the winner will get a piece of merchandise yet to be created. Yes.
0: And if a short film is too much effort, we'll accept a pencil drawing. So please animations, one of those flip books. Yeah, that'll be fine. That would work. (laughs) We'll give you, you, yeah, scan,
1: scan in a flip book of Jason versus jaws. I'll print it. And if it works, we'll send you something. We'll be, we'll
0: honestly, we'll be satisfied with, any creative effort in this direction at all? So right, we believe in you guys. Yeah, we we, we got no, we, all, we get all nothing. All you grinders out there. Yeah. Uh, you got okay. any more questions? I oh, think can't be thirteen. We, we've right
1: got we've got three more questions left. All I think we can right. Get through this. What have we got? And then we have a mailback question. Okay. All right. So, what was Jason's first mask?
0: It well, Jason's or his mom's. Jason. Okay. Hockey mask.
1: Incorrect. What it the? is a pillowcase. With a hole in it. His mom wore that. No, he wore it as well, in the second Jason. Oh. Jason doesn't get his hockey mask until the third movie.
0: Well, some some would say that he doesn't really become Jason until he has the hockey mask.
1: Well. He it's like his early albums. It's like <laughs> listening to Pantera <laughs> yeah. before Phil Anselmo joined. <laughs> it's still Pantera. But uh, th- wasn't is wasn't it really? there like an
0: album where Phil like had long hair and was all, you know, douchey hair? I really own an long. album.
1: I own an album with the singer before Phil Anselmo and it's fucking awesome.
0: Also, Phil's kind of a dick. If we're going to talk about people who are kind of dicks, Jason Voorhees, Phil Anselmo, both kind of dicks.
1: You know, they kind of look alike. Yeah. But Jason's way, or uh, Phil Anselmo's a way better singer.
0: And Jason's way less racist, so, you know. That's right true.
1: Away. As far as we know. But not in the remake when Karen's his mom. <laughs>
0: if I, re- then, if be, I re- then we have to get Phil Anselmo to play Jason. If if I had a remake it, of Pantera, I would just resurrect Dimebag Daryl in the same way that Jason Voorhees gets resurrected all the time, and that, Lightning. and I wouldn't have Phil.
1: Wow! If Phil doesn't play Jason in our newly conceived remake, then we could always go back to who is the most famous to play Jason? What actor? Corey Feldman. No, I thought no. Although, although they do hint at him. They do hit is it's not Corey Feldman but is his character the guy watch Jason well, His is
0: character's like a little a, kid. He's he was a kid. No, though. no, he's a little kid, yeah. but
1: at one point there is a movie where it's a fake Jason throughout the whole movie. Do you remember that? I think it's 6 or 5. I think you're thinking of Halloween 3. No, 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 no. Halloween 3 just doesn't have Michael Myers at all. <laughs> there is a Jason movie where it's a fake fans Jason, of the show yeah. Grinders please message into us and let us know which Jason movie it was but there is a Friday 13th in which there's an imposter Jason i, mean, and I think it's Tommy Jarvis man, but it's not played by Corey Feldman. we're supposed to we're be like the man.
0: experts on this stuff like we should do we need to start watching all these bad movies like cause this is this is pretty rough man like <laughs> i knew i knew i took this
1: i i took this quiz and i got 80% i think that's oh, passive. oh
0: you didn't make this quiz
1: uh, I, I subbed out a few things, but for the most part, <laughs> well, uh, it was taken off. Okay.
0: So who's the most famous person to ever play Jason?
1: Yes. Actor.
0: An actor who played Jason. Oh no. I think, Oh, I think I know. It's like a wrestler or something.
1: He's a big guy.
0: Yeah. Oh no, it's not. Oh no. I would know that if it was him. Okay, hold on a second. I'm just,
1: oh
0: man, I'm just gonna say Lou Ferrigno. He played the Hulk. Yeah, I know. He didn't play Jason. It was,
1: Kay- it was Kane Hodder. You'd probably recognize him if you saw him.
0: Okay, I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't think he was ever a wrestler, but he looks like he could have been. I think you were thinking of Tyler M- uh, Maine, who played Jason in the Rob Zombie. I'm sorry, he played Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie Halloween. Oh, okay. He was a former wrestler. All right, yeah. Um, how did Jason's mother, Pamela, a.k.a. Karen Voorhees, how did she die?
0: She got her head cut off.
1: That's correct. Yeah, She did.
0: I remember that from and, the video game, from the, from the Nintendo game.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the headless Mrs. Voorhees shows up in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh,
0: I don't remember that. Maybe
1: she does. Yes. Did I run out of questions? I think that I have. Is that 13? I'll give you a bonus question real quick. Okay, thanks. What was, what was Camp Crystal Lake's Nickname in the movie.
0: Camp Blood.
1: That's right. It's Camp Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right, Matt. We have a mailbag question. And this one is...
0: Oh, How, how did I do on the quiz?
1: I wasn't keeping track. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what was all that for? Why did I do any of that? <laughs> Listen, Matt. If you live your entire life trying to base your successes on monetary and pneumatical themes. Oh. Like there's more sometimes you just got to be in the moment, man. Just okay. Enjoy the no, ride. Right, I, enjoy the ride, not the destination.
0: I, I'm in the moment. What's uh, what's the mailbag question? What's the mail?
1: Questions from the correct. The mailbag question comes from the beautiful, intelligent, witty, gorgeous, sexy Ophelia Bone Shatter, aka my fiance Jessica. All right, and
0: she said kind of like having your mom make a question. <laughs> I didn't like, like, ask. So her basically, too. we we she didn't was... get a mailbag question, and no, you... we did.
1: I didn't ask her to do it. She just was the first person to submit. Okay. Oh, well, well, well yeah. I know, and I'm Off glad, and, I'm glad and,
0: and and um, Jessica, you know, we we are glad to get your questions yeah so
1: and you too can enter in our mo bag by going to our at grindhouse podcast facebook page where i usually post the question
0: all right what's the question
1: from jessica all right the question is coming off the heels of it chapter two which she says is dog shit i disagree do you think cgi has a place in modern horror or should we go back to makeup effects prosthetics and a fuck ton of red corn syrup
0: I, I think that, yes, absolutely, CGI has a place. But here's where I'd like to see it. Because to me, CGI is something that you do when you don't have the budget for something better. Like locations. Or, sure. you know Things like that. So, yes, I want to see plenty of CGI in horror films. I just don't want to know that it's there. So give us good CGI. Give us the kind that goes in the background. We don't notice it. But when the monster pops out and he's screaming and growling and all the characters are reacting to them, do those actors a favor and let them be reacting to a real thing there on the set that they are seeing in person that is absolutely terrifying because a professional team of puppeteers are controlling it. And a professional team of sculptors has made it look like it looks And makeup artists have done the painting on it, and it's just this huge, terrifying thing. You know, I saw Bruce Campbell talking about that recently, and he was saying why he wouldn't want to work in modern horror films, because it's literally just people in a giant green sound studio reacting to some guy holding tennis balls on sticks. Whereas right. back when he was working, it was like people in a scary cabin reacting to like really terrifying makeup jobs and and it works better. I, I, it's not just about what's convincing to the viewer. It's not just about, oh, that suit looks fake or that makeup looks fake or that CGI monster looks fake. The actors there in the studio they've got to have something to react to and if it's just this like computer generated cartoon that they're told right. to think about and imagine if it's coming after you it doesn't work the same way they they need real shock they need real horror they I, I agree yeah.
1: and, and also I have a theory on CGI in general be it for horror or other films I think that your brain and your mind will accept the world it is looking at for example Dark Crystal is clearly puppets, right? Both the original and the modern one. And yet, within a few seconds of you watching it, your brain just accepts it as a reality that they're watching, right? So, because when you watch something like Dark Crystal, it's clearly not real, and your brain is okay with that. I think when you look at uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, which has moved on to our quarterfinals in our Tournament of Terror, if you look at some of the effects, they clearly look like practical effects, I wouldn't say that anyone thinks that they look quote unquote real, but you just, it's fantasy and your brain is designed to accept that it understands what it's watching and it accepts it with CGI. There is an attempt at realism that is just never met or has yet to been really been met. And so your brain thinks it's looking at something that's quote unquote realistic and then it's not. And it feels exactly like what it is fake. Yeah. It feels like a fake. Like, we t- uh, did we talk about the... What's that thing called where they swap the faces? Deep fakes? Oh, yeah. Yep. Did, have you, did you seen the one where... Um, oh, who was the actor from It Chapter 2? He's brilliant in it. He's Saturday Night Live. He was in Barry. Oh, uh, Bill, Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader's doing a bit where he's, like, impersonating Tom Cruise. And they keep deep faking back and forth depending on what voice he's in, right? Now, it's uncanny. But it's eerie and creepy and it doesn't feel real yeah even though it would look it looks far more quote unquote real than if he had a prosthetic face on and yet we would and then wait if you if you watch the show uh, Atlanta and you watch Donald Glover play um, Teddy Perkins right which is clearly a facial prosthetic somehow that feels so much more real and creepy and less distracting and obvious that it is. A pro- Matt is shooting me with a yellow bear. What are you doing over there?
0: <laughs> Nothing. Sorry. Continue.
1: <laughs> the whiskey has kicked
0: in. I'm playing with. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, if you tell your, if you tell the brain you're about to watch something that is fantasy, the brain just accepts it as so, and and marvels at the skill set put behind it. But if you try, to, you try to pull a fast one on your old brain and you try to slip in some CGI that always just looks a little too slick, a little too clean, a little too shiny, it knows. And it's distracting. That's why Jurassic Park, they relied on it sparingly, which is like – how old is that movie? 20 years now? Oh, yeah. Close to it? A long time ago, yeah. Looks so much better than modern CGI. And I will include, as much as I enjoyed It Chapter 2, there's a lot of shitty-looking CGI in it. Yeah like the balloons
0: like it's like i saw this video a while back on youtube it was just something i was you know browsing around but it was saying that i think the title was something like you do like cgi in films and it was showing yeah. all of these films that had And it was mostly what i'm describing earlier like cgi backdrops but right. it was all of these films and tv series and that just had a ton of cgi in the background uh, this the 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 environment uh, or vehicles, you know, things like that, and the uh, the thesis of the of the video was that you do like CGI because this is all CGI and you didn't know that. Right. What you don't like is bad CGI.
1: That's right. Yeah. C- CGI should, is like kids.
0: Like like kids, should the movie sh- kids.
1: No. No, like like children. Oh yeah, like they yeah, should, familiar, should be yeah. seen but not heard. Well, okay. okay? <laughs> <laughs> I told you this was Boomer Week. Yeah, that's right. Looking forward to those. CGI should weeks. be there but not seen. Okay, for you know, add in and make the world bigger, but I don't ever want to know you're there. Just be there in the corner, in the dark, doing whatever ungodly things one does on a Friday thirteenth <laughs> under a full moon.
0: Well, Jessica, that was a fantastic mailbag question for our Friday the 13th yes. show and we really do appreciate it. Now, if you'll uh, just do us a favor and uh, please do a uh, the outro. You've been listening to the Grindhouse Podcast on the I Want to Speak to the Manager Network. Please follow us on Instagram at Grindhouse Podcast and listen to us every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud and now on Spotify.